0: In this episode, I talk all about how you can work out what the heck is going on with your body so you can get rid of your symptoms like brain fog, stomach aches, vomiting, rashes or all of the above. Welcome to Allergy Proof, the podcast dedicated to helping hardworking women with health issues get through life. Hey, I'm your host Ashley Templer and I have more allergies and intolerances than you can count on one hand. I'm that person that BYO snacks to parties. I'm also that person who spent thousands of dollars trying to get to the bottom of my symptoms i'm running my own social media agency pep creative and skincare brand yours only i know a thing or two about navigating a very busy schedule with ongoing health issues join me as i give you my tips interview your fave biz women and health specialists to help you solve and manage your autoimmune conditions or allergies want to hear more about my story head to yoursonlyco forward about where you can also pick up some very allergy friendly products Hello and welcome to episode 12 of Allergy Proof. This episode is going to be a bit of a short one because it doesn't need to always be long, but I think it will be super helpful if you are getting annoying symptoms still like headaches or brain fogginess, stomach aches, vomiting or rashes, or really all of the above. I've been getting quite a few DMs from people saying that they're feeling pretty crappy, which... Could also be tied into coronavirus stress, but I also had someone else uh, recently just talk to me about how they were having some gut issues, so it kind of inspired me to do this because I kind of gave them a little bit of advice based off personal stuff that I had gone through, and it kind of helped, so I do want to kind of say that I am actually feeling really good at the minute. I know I've done a few podcasts talking about how I've had some flare ups recently, but I have been really working on myself and making sure that I'm less stressed. I've reduced a lot of things in my diet just to make sure that I'm not overexposing myself to certain things. So I'm good. But yes, as I said, I had someone recently tell me that their gut was like really playing up and we kind of chatted about how she could work out where her symptoms were coming from. And she just said to me, like, I have no idea how to work this out. So it kind of inspired me to do this because I know what to do because I've been doing it my whole life, try and work out what my symptoms are. So I thought I would do this for two reasons. One, so you can kind of get to the bottom of your symptoms, but two, So you can get the best out of your doctors and specialists, because I found that sometimes when I've gone to see doctors, they kind of can't really help me. But sometimes it's like, you know, when they say like, you are as good as your brief, it's kind of the same thing. Like you can go and say you feel like crap, but if you don't go to them with like, when you feel like crap, after what foods or what you feel like triggers you the most, it's going to be kind of hard for them to pinpoint exactly what's causing it. So Before I start, I do want to say I am not a doctor. I have zero qualifications to be providing proper medical advice, but I am just going by what has worked for me and what has worked for friends, because it's going to hopefully help you a little bit. But yes, your doctor will be the one that will be able to advise you on any diagnoses or life changes. Now I've got that out of the way. To start, I want to ask you, are you actually eating cheat food? Because... I have so many people that say to me, oh, I always get bloated after I eat this, or I always get a rash after I use this on my skin. And I'm like, oh, what? what was in it? And they'll roll it off the tongue. And I'm like, oh, cool. Aren't you allergic to this? Or aren't you intolerant to that? I'm like, oh yeah, but just a little bit. I'm like, yeah, but if you're allergic to a little bit or intolerant to a little bit and you're complaining, it's kind of your own fault. So If you have a sensitive gut or you have sensitive skin, the first thing I would actually do is just read the ingredients of everything that you're either ingesting or putting on your skin. It's crazy how much it could help. Like I had some cereal a while ago. I can't even remember how long ago it was. And it had heaps of sugar in it. And I haven't had sugar in like eight years. And I don't know what happened. I must have just missed that ingredient when I was in the shops. And I had like a migraine for three days after I had like two bowls of it. And it was in the health food aisle. So I guess it's like you could thinking that you're eating healthy foods, but just because they look healthy doesn't mean they actually are. So if you do feel a little bit overwhelmed, I would get your best friend or your partner involved and make a little bit of a game and just like go through all of your products and all of the food that you're eating. Then next, what I would do is look at how much you're consuming of certain foods. So the friend who was actually having the bad stomach aches was eating a lot more cereal with coconut yogurt, various nuts and seeds on it than what she was previously. And then she was having avocado with her lunch, but then she was also increasing a lot of her fat intake across other areas of her food. So I was like, "Mm, I feel like that's a lot of fat for someone who like has IBS and for someone who didn't have that previously, like maybe your body's just like not coping with the shift. So she Cut back quite a bit on the, her fat intake and her symptoms didn't completely go away, but she was basically not crawled up into a ball anymore, which is amazing. So, that's one thing you could kind of consider. Like, if you've got too many things within your diet that you may not have or you're not used to having, that could also cause your gut to flare up. So, if you have IBS or just like a sensitive system, I would Definitely cut back on all sugary foods, coffee, spicy foods, and fried foods, plus one that I actually recently just cut out, which is carbonated drinks. I don't drink soft drink, but I drink a lot of soda water, and I realized that I was just really bloated, and after I cut it out, I realized my bloating kind of went away after I'd obviously removed all the other foods that I couldn't have. So things like that could make a bit of an adjustment. Also look at your stress levels. If you are constantly stressed, that will not help it at all. So then once you've kind of done that, you're kind of at a point of eliminating all of the common things that the doctors will ask. Because like anytime someone says to me, I'm like, are you stressed? Do you eat a lot of fruit? Do you eat a lot of sugar? Do you eat a lot of coffee? These are all the things that the doctors will ask you straight away. So now you're kind of at a point where you can investigate a little bit more. And then that brings me to my next point. So writing a food diary is super important. So this can be so annoying. Like I was so bad when I had to do this with my dietitian, but there is an app that can do this now. So when I was seeing my dietitian, and we were trialing all of the foods and kind of working out where all my symptoms were coming from, I downloaded an app called My Symptoms. It costs a couple of dollars, but it's so worth it because it actually understands food from your supermarket. So if you put in like kettles, crinkle cut chips, plain, for example, it'll automatically allow you to click onto it. It'll timestamp it from the time that you're adding it in there. And it'll also include the ingredients that are in that product. So When you have done it for a couple of weeks and you have put in all the food and drinks that you consumed, it will actually spit out a report at the end. So it knows the specific ingredients in the foods that you are eating and it can also report on trends, which is amazing. So it might be that you are consuming things that you think are totally normal and it will notice a big peak after you've eaten it maybe a couple of hours or a couple of times a week after you've had it. So that's super interesting that you can do that. So yes, I would definitely recommend working up a food diary before seeing any kind of specialist because you just want to make the most of each appointment, add things in like your stress levels and your bowel movements because all of that kind of intertwines And if you think it is a food issue, see a dietician. If you think it's something a little bit more than that, I would go and see your GP and ask for blood tests and referrals. So one referral that I had was a gastroenterologist earlier this year, and she put me on some antibiotics called Rifaximin. And that is for people with IBS, and it really helped my gut for a couple of months. And so, yeah, as I said, it's a bit of a short one, but I hope it's a bit of a kick up the butt if you need to do something about it. And honestly, like, as I said, I've spent years and years feeling really shit and I'm just shocked at how productive I am now. I can honestly get through a full day's work and not even have to Die on the couch because I've worked out what my triggers are and what is and isn't working for me. But if you are still in that phase where you're still trying to get to the bottom of it, you can always chat to me about it. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram via Ashley Templar, spelled A S H L I. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Allergy Proof. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this podcast, please send this episode their way. I'm here to help women thrive in life with all of their health issues because I am living proof. Make sure you hit the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts so you can listen to our latest eps which go live weekly. This is a totally independent podcast so I really do rely on subscribes, reviews and word of mouth to spread the word. You can also find some more helpful tips on Instagram at yoursonlyco and more from me, your host at Ashley Templar, spelled A-S-H-L-I. Catch you next time.